This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 668, How to Communicate with Your Partner When You Disagree, by Corey Allen with BecomingMinimalist.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Greg Audino. Welcome back to the show where I bring you some of the worst relationship content we can find. Ah, <laughs> uh, April Fools. No, no, we do our darndest to bring you the best relationship content we can find. <laughs> okay, do me a favor. Think of the moments where you have disagreements with your romantic partner. Wouldn't it be nice if both of you could always civilly express your views, even when you have a clash of opinions? Sure it would be. That's what today's post by Corey Allen is all about. So, let's hear his reflection and start optimizing your life. How to Communicate with Your Partner When You Disagree by Corey Allen with BecomingMinimalist.com Quote, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. George Bernard Shaw. You're surfing the blogosphere, and you stumble across several sites on minimalism and simplification. Something in the message resonates deeply in you, and you find yourself prepared to overhaul your home and life. Then the thought hits you, your spouse will never go for it. Now what? For starters, remember that every relationship has conflict, and every marriage has conflict as well, which is why knowing how to communicate with your spouse is so important. John Gottman, one of the leaders in the field of marriage research, has discovered that the majority of marital conflicts are perpetual. They're continual and repeated. In fact, 69% of all marital problems fall into this category. There are many areas in a marriage where you're simply not going to agree. Here are a few. One of you wants to have children, or X number of kids, while the other says they're not ready, or are happy with the current number of kids. One of you wants far more frequently than the other. You want to raise your children Baptist, while your spouse wants them to be raised Catholic. Your spouse is lax about homework and rarely does his or her share until you nag, igniting anger. One of you is a saver with money, and the other is a spender. Or one of you wants to work towards a more simple and minimalist type of life, and the other doesn't. Problems in marriage are inevitable. The question is, can you remain satisfied in your marriage in spite of differences? Can your marriage thrive when there are differences between you? I believe the answer is yes. The key is to continually work it out and grow up. Acknowledge the problem and talk about it. Your love for each other doesn't have to be overwhelmed by your differences. Think of it this way. The times when there's tension between you and your spouse, it's like the elephant in the room. You both know it's there when you're together. Rather than allowing the elephant to roam freely between you and take over your space, name it. Speak up. While this won't make the elephant leave completely, it will decrease its size. In unstable marriages, 
elephants are likely to kill the relationship. Instead of coping, the couple gets gridlocked. You have the same conversation over and over, resolving nothing. You're spinning your wheels, and since you're making no progress, you both feel more frustrated, hurt, or rejected. When this happens, resentment moves in and humor and affection leave. So does simplicity and passion. Problems in marriage will happen. How you address them is up to you. Here are some ways to communicate better with your partner or spouse when you don't see eye to eye. Number one, with respect. One of the main things I see in couples on the verge of marital collapse is a lack of respect. When you reach a point where you no longer like each other, you're in trouble. Quote, respect is defined as not trying directly or indirectly to change anyone. Thomas Fogarty. Sadly, we often treat common strangers with more respect than people in our home. Respect is one of the key factors to a successful and happy marriage. Respect for those around you, and most importantly, respect for yourself. Number two, clearly define yourself. To define yourself means you have a deeper awareness and understanding of your beliefs, wants, needs, and desires. Marriage is a great place to clarify these things in your life, mainly because that's the way marriage is designed. You live with another person who has his or her own view of the way things should be, just like you. For example, in your family of origin, tables may serve as great places to store piles of mail, magazines, and kids' artwork. But your spouse's family of origin believes tables are great places to eat dinner together, so they need to be free of clutter. Neither way is necessarily right, just different. You're allowed to live life the way you choose, but so is your spouse. Number three, understand the idea of overfunctioning and underfunctioning. In every relationship, there will be one who overfunctions while the other underfunctions. It's a reality of relationships. In every relationship, Overfunctioning and underfunctioning are positions that we occupy in response to how we do life. None of us is all one way all the time. We overfunction in some areas of life and underfunction in others. This is determined by what's important to you and what you value. For example, if your kid's grades are more important to you than they are to her, you're more likely to do her homework for her, or at least keep honor about it, because she can underfunction knowing you'll pick up the slack. One thing to keep in mind if you're overfunctioning for someone, you are underfunctioning for yourself. When you're faced with something you want to change and have a spouse that isn't on the same page, it's best to initiate a discussion about the change. Share your thoughts. Openly listen to theirs. It's very likely that together, you will be able to come up with a solution. Number four, live by what you hold dear. When you are faced with a situation where you and your spouse aren't on the same page, live according to your own integrity and values. If you want to simplify and your spouse doesn't, simplify your life. If you want to eat healthy and your spouse only wants fast food, eat healthy. I'll leave you with this. At the end of the day, all you are responsible for is you. You just listened to the post titled, How to Communicate with Your Partner When You Disagree, by Corey Allen with BecomingMinimalist.com. And thanks so much to Corey for yet another wonderful piece we've been allowed to read about effective communication in relationships. If we're able to practice these methods of communication with effort and efficiency, then I like to think a couple can graduate from good communication into what's more important, good comprehension. So truly hearing one another and being in tune as opposed to just spinning wheels and trying to express ourselves without listening and being receptive and flexible to our partner's expression. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up for today, folks. It has been so much fun as always. 
I'll see you again tomorrow with a post on being a better parent, where your optimal life awaits.